Previously on Dice Paper Roll. The jig was up, busted. Lion was not fooled by their disguise. Enraged, the tabaxi used a magic belt which tripled him in size. Smashing aside the trolley, he launched a deadly attack. Too late now for bargaining, there was no turning back. Snatch fired his rifle, Thando swung his glaive. Ramekin used his laser gun, and Brakai slashed the knave. But Lion was unstoppable, fueled by poisonous rage. He bit hard on Brakai's head and continued his rampage. The skirmish was fierce and ferocious as opponents traded blows when from above a mighty crash as a roof it did explode. Fire rained down upon them, surrounded by falling debris. The dent knot had fired its cannons in a deadly killing spree. Meanwhile, the devilish duo scoured the multiverse for their prey, threatening their spies with certain death if the four could not be waylaid. Atop a mountainous snowy landscape, they menaced a yeti king. Find the meteors of power or endure eternal suffering. Welcome back to Dice Paper Roll. This is book two, chapter 14. It's like Valentine's Day. Hey. We love you. Well, 14, 14th of Feb. Hard. It's a stretch. Well, it, was, it was a while ago well, you know. by the time that this gets released. Yeah. Very long time ago. <laughs> um, DPR is made on the lands of the Wurundjeri people, the Kulin Nation, who never ceded sovereignty over that land. So we would like to acknowledge that. Um, my name is Emil and I play Brekai the Goliath Barbarian. My name is Dan and I play Thandor, the human fighter and cleric of Tempus. My name's Oliver Coleman and I'm back again playing Ramekin, half robot, half fish, intergalactic arms trader and dealer in the finest, rarest, most illegal delicacies going around. <laughs> and my name's Ben. I play Snatch, the halfling rogue, eater of the finest delicacies going around. My name is Greg. I am the Dungeon Master, and I'm also sometimes playing Alan, a Aaron, Aeon, an Asimar Sorcerer of Helm. When you remember to. When I remember <laughs> his go. Yeah. Dice Paper Roll is brought to you by our very special Patreon subscribers. Ollie, hit it. Hit it. Here we go. Thank you very much. Alex Boaki, Vlade Douglas, Danielle <laughs> King, Danielle B. Danny Corral, Irene Cucci, Jasper Parker, Casper Maurice, Leaf Burner, Louisa Potter, Liam Sterner, Matthew Undead Ban, Mika Walechi, Ryan Lewis, Sammy Duncan, Trent Denham, Trevor Goad Chihild. <laughs> Um, if I pronounced any of those names incorrectly, I am sincerely apologetic. Sorry. <laughs> if you would like your name butchered, you can have it butchered. You just need to jump on patreon.com forward slash dice paper roll and pledge any amount. It could be a dollar. It could be 20. I was thinking a bit higher than that, Ben, but you know, that's fine. 20, you know, yeah, $20,000 yeah, a month. Oh. A herringbone vest every month. Yeah, if you truly love the show, it's a massive help to us because we are always looking for funds to um, help us with our next little adventure. Yeah, and if you're out of cash, then um, what you can do is, is just tell your friends. And like, subscribe, share our stuff on, on social media. Anything you can do to give the old uh, uh, DPR reach around is, yeah. is much appreciated. Yeah, give it a little bit of a bump. Give it yeah. a bit of a review. Make, oh, reviews. Make people yeah. listen to it. If they don't want to, wait till they're asleep and then just put the headphones in their ears. Yeah, subliminal. In their subconscious. Yeah. Make them listen on a road trip. We're going Whatever on an, you can all out offensive, really. We're advertising on Pornhub. The whole works. <laughs> That's how I found out about it. <laughs> That's how we found you. <laughs>
All right, we find our adventurers in the ruined shell of the central building of the Citadel. The the burning remnants of the roof, flaming beams surround you, rubble, uh, the the floating ships, the Dentnaught and uh, its companion ship float above you, aiming their, their cannons down towards you. The steel, rusty trawler um, turning its, its prow or its its ship front uh, towards <laughs> you uh, as it as it aims for a ramming maneuver the two towers on either side of the citadel reaching up into the sky the one on the left the slightly shorter tower starting to crumble and and um, collapse inwards the one on the right the taller tower grappled by the second ship as figures rappel down towards the tier that remains as an aside I, I wonder if the fact that the tower on one side of the citadel on the left is shorter. Is that just you fucking with Jack because he loves symmetry so much? Yes. Yeah, great. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, for frustration of artist purposes. Um, <laughs> behind those ships, uh, the vista of the sky and stars um, stretches out infinitely. The asteroid belt that forms a ring around the planet glistening a silvery white light uh, as the sun shines on them. The base that you stand on is silhouetted by the dark moon that hangs in the right of the sky. And to the left, the huge shape of the planet fills your vision. It's blue seas contrasting against the green of the coastline and the ash clouds and smoke that drift across the continent. You are in deep shit. A lion is clambering up the tallest tower and explosions have just rung all around you. Fuck! Ah! I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty hurt. Huh? I can't hear anything. Oh yeah, our ears are still ringing. I'm definitely going to use that instead of a, like an actual <laughs> ringing yeah. sound. Yeah. You're right, guys. It's beautiful. We're going to communicate with non-verbal. <laughs> Lucky we've been doing that this whole season. Alan non-verbally communicates, points at the stairs down or the tower up and does a shrug. Brackeye non-verbally transfigures himself back out of this shape changer shape to this regular old Goliath shape. You see a tattoo of a martini glass on his on his left nad. Can you please <laughs> roll me a wisdom save with advantage? That is a 18. That is a pass. So you are able to contain the beast and transform back into your Goliath form. Martini tattoo shining brightly. Mm-hmm. Rekai non-verbally communicates that he's kind of okay with either way. Snatch non-verbally enters into a complex series of charades to tell you that he heard the sounds of Andromeda screaming for help down the left-hand tower and he's also feeling pretty hurt and he'd be pretty keen to get the fuck away from all these guns. I don't know whether you uh, a perform check. No, that Alan non-verbally communicates that he fully understands everything that you just said and is ready to make a decision on which way the party should go. Thandor grabs Snatch by the front of his shirt and just starts shaking him violently, going, I don't know what you're saying! Alan <laughs> steps in and, and um, gently but firmly places a hand on Thandor's face and forces him away <laughs> as he touches Snatch and um, yells out hoping to be able to cast uh, a heal on Snatch. Oh, yeah, because we're deafened. He is able to concentrate and cast the spell. Uh, you are healed by 26 points of... Damn, points. that's nice. Then I just add a little add-on to the charade, and it's like, I'm feeling fine, so I'm happy to stick around if you guys are. <laughs> Thandor looks at Ramekin. And, the whole uh, type four look at Ramekin. Mm. All at once. Ramekin feeling under uh, pressure here, and like they're all expecting him to know what to do, feels like he might have an idea. Off in the distance, he sees his spaceship beyond the other ones. Uh, his, his, his famous spaceship, the space trawler, called the Rusty Prawn. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look good. It's rusty and a kind of flaking skin of 
pink paint on it. But, but it tastes it, amazing, right? It tastes amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's got it's got edible wallpaper, which tastes <laughs> like all the whole range of different seafood. I'm sold. Whatever you're about to say, I'm sold. Great. Scratch and sniff sne- seats. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Scratch. The whole thing is just full of like air fresheners. That scallops, <laughs> oyster air freshener. <laughs> They're all in the shapes of the edibles. <laughs> exactly. Well. Yeah. Yeah. To, to Ramekin, it smells phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> Other people less so. And he wonders why his dating life has not been successful so far. <laughs> on um, Fender, yeah. <laughs> on Fender, yeah. Um, he, uh, he, he has the idea to kind of voice activate his uh, ship through his arm, which is remotely connected to the ship. Like Batman. Like Batman. Yeah, like Batman. Okay, we'll, we'll go with Batman. Um, and then call the ship down, hopefully and they'll be able to fly up to the top of the tower or at least find some shelter within this, within the ship. Um, so he activates his arm. You um, activate your ship bit um, to summon the <laughs> ship. Um, can you make a... Knowledge Arcana? A non-verbal like, communication know, check. Yeah, uh, just, um, I can talk to my ears are fine. A persuasion? Oh, yeah, your, your ears are fine. Yeah, you activate your ship um, to summon it towards you, and as you press the button on your ship bit, you see a flare of uh, the ship's engines light up and uh, a jet stream behind ignite as the ship begins to power down towards you um, at, at full pace. And this rusty old pink trawler gains speed at a phenomenal pace as it rockets down towards the citadel but it's supposed to begin slowing to to land (laughs) Um, and you see that the ship bit on your arm is saying slow but the ship is not slowing. Oh, you forgot to update it. Oh, oh no, it's new to new iOS. <laughs> Your firmware is out of date. Um, you got to plug it in overnight. That's the key. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, okay, so my firmware is out of date. <laughs> I try and find a Wi-Fi signal within this building. Um, As you wander around the flaming wreckage of the Citadel. Holding up my arm, looking for a Wi-Fi signal. Everyone oh, else, I've got two bars. Everyone else make perception checks. Oops. Oh, it's a one. 18 for Thandor. 22 for Snatch. Seven in total. Yeah. And 16 for A-Land. So uh, everybody but Brackeye uh, notices that the... Um, Brack guy's looking at his martini tat going, oh, I never noticed that before. <laughs> just <laughs> looking at his nuts. <laughs> yeah, just that must have been quite a night. <laughs> just holding his scrot out, looking at his tattoo. <laughs> um, he's, he sees the beginning of another tattoo on his gooch, but it's a bit too low for him to see, so he kind of has to get his head underneath his groin and, like, he's very distracted. So um, trying to get it. As you roll around on the floor trying to look at your own gooch, um, everyone else looks up and you can see that the crew on the Dent Nought have finished reloading the cannons and are moving behind to fire again. The rusty prawn rockets down towards you and uh, the figures from the second ship are landing on the roof of the tower as Lion approaches the top. They're, they're landing on the taller tower that Lion's Yeah, um, so th- and the taller tower is where the first half of the tier is located and from that tier a fountain of energy and power reaches up into the sky creating the dome that falls down over the asteroid and, and keeps you from the vacuum of space. Can we sort of tell how long it's going to take for the trawler to get to us and, like, how long it's going to take for them to fire it? Like a, a, uh, about three to six seconds for both. For um, both. And, so and it's going to happen, like, kind of all su- simultaneously. Real, kind of real soon. Yeah, real soon. You think that they'll fire first and then um, the ship will, will hit after. Um, as Thandor and Snatch gaze up at the rusty prawn approaching, you see a figure behind the helm of the trawler, a familiar face of a warforged named Andre. In the rusty prawn? In the rusty prawn. He oh, has commandeered what? the rusty prawn. Is that... Uh, is that... Oh, shit, that's that robot guy, Andre. What did you say? Uh, Thandor starts pointing up and points out Andre and starts trying to signal to everyone to start heading underground. Quickly, we need to we need to get underground. They're gonna come for us. 
as Thandor yells it out, hearing begins to return to each of you and, and the voice grows louder and louder as he finishes the sentence until the rush of the roar of flames around you um, and the sound of a command shouted from the Dreadnought echoes down. The command is fire. Take cover! Ah! Take cover! They're having a cook-off! <laughs> Everybody dashes toward, uh, to the left of the room towards the, the staircase leading downwards. Can you all make dexterity saves for me, please? Where's um, Lion at this point? Uh, Lion is clambering up the, ta- the side of the tallest yeah, tower, so okay. he's almost at the top. Dexterity save, you say. Yes. It's an eight for Thandor. Six for Brecko. 23 for Snatch. Ooh. 15 for Ramekin. And 20 for Alan. Snatch, Alan, and Ramekin are able to dive into the stairwell um, just as the cannon fire explodes into the floor of the, the room. Brecko is definitely a moment or two later than the rest of the party because he he almost saw the tattoo in his gooch and was like, yeah, missed it. Um, Thandor also is trying to get Brackeye up and, and as you two run towards the stairwell, the explosions ripple through the room and blast each of you forwards. Uh, you both take 20 points of damage from the explosion. Thandor gets blasted. The shockwave like slams him in the back and he gets launched towards the, the doorway but slams into the like the right edge of the it. door. Like oh no, I was kinda like thinking he kinda gets half wrapped around it and just like kinda tail spins oh. and just like then down whatever stairs and just like Brackeye also gets thrown by the force of the explosion and follows just a mere meters behind sorry <clears throat> mere feet behind Fandor <laughs> flipping down, also colliding with the doorway and rolling down, but he lands with his gooch right in the eyeline of Thandor. <laughs> you smash into Thandor, and as Thandor hits into the doorframe, he spins around, and Brackeye, you hit as well, but you spin your legs uh, legs asunder as your gooch slaps into Thandor's face. <laughs> you both tumble down the stairs and into the back of the other three who are dashing down the stairs, and you all tumble and roll until you crash into the next floor down. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 The image in the dome shifts around Arikis and Calatras, revealing a world of desert that floats among the familiar ring of asteroids. Calatras opens the portal and you step into a world of baking heat. A stone cavern lays before you in the dunes. Arikis walks down towards the cavern and inside the cavern before her sits a group of lizard men and she she lays down into a kneeling position and brings her lute up and says, I think we're going to play a song and you're going to play with me. All of you. You've got to find me a tear and watch out for my friends. She hands them a pamphlet. <laughs> yes, anything, my queen. Just don't play your fucking lute. <laughs> Um, so the stairwell continues down uh, it's a spiraling staircase stone staircase continues down um, and you can see there's a, a large set of double doors revealing the next level so the room spans the same length as the long hall and is filled with bunks and chests and containers, wardrobes and barrels but the far end of the room, the roof has collapsed and um, you can see that the flaming debris is choking up the other end of the room, smoke is beginning to fill the room and in the centre of the room there's a stone box, almost like a lift well in the centre of uh, the room that takes up a large portion of the centre. The smoke isn't the only thing that is choking Thandor up. Um, and says <laughs> Is it the to, smell? Or? Uh, and says to 
uh, black guy, oh, look, it's a, it's a heart that says mum. Uh, I saw half the heart in the M and I thought it might have said masticate. It's to chew. That's a real uh, mouthful. Yep. Yeah. That's, what I, that's what I thought it might Sorry. say. You're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, as much as I'm enjoying watching this, are we going in here or down? Oh, you heard some voices, didn't you, Snatch? Ah, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, they were they were coming from down here somewhere. Who is it? Oh, anyone here? Hello. Hi. Yoo-hoo. Help me. Let's. Braco dismounts Thandor's face and walks in, runs in the direction of the voices. Uh, you head down the stairs and as you do, you hear banging on what sounds to be a thick steel door. As you get to the bottom of the stairwell, the stairs end, uh, there's stone walls all around uh, and a huge steel vault door stands before you. A turning wheel mechanism sits in the centre with a large key lock in the middle. Brackeye attempts to Batter it down. Great. Give me a strength check, please. That is 18. You smash into the vault door and it is thick steel. You bounce off and and back into the wall behind you. You take five points of damage. Um, Looking a little worse for wear. Feeling a little exhausted also. Um, Alan steps in and drops a heal on you. You heal up 23 points of uh, healing. <sighs> Cheers. Thandor rushes up and, and pushes Brackeye out of the way and grabs onto the, the wheel and starts trying to twist it in a way that will open. You twist the wheel one way and then the other. It moves maybe an inch around the circle and then clangs into the lock. Have you tried the righty-tighty-lefty-loosey thing? I'm trying here. Snatch shares a a non-verbal look with Ramekin. Ramekin's uh, one robotic eyebrow and one fish-scale eyebrow (laughs) raise in uh, recognition. It's like... Should we take care of this? Yeah, it seems like a job for a bit of a roguey rogue. All right, let's do it. Double team. <laughs> Double team them thieves tools, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad Snatch is making friends. It's so nice to see, isn't it? I know, it's really good. He's been so lonely. Oh, no. With only apples for companions. Yeah. Apples and diarrhea. <laughs> More fun than you three, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bird. Ooh, sick bird. Oh. Yeah, not as much as the diarrhea, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sleight of hand checks, please. Let's do a group sleight of hand. 20! 18! Oh, oh, damn. 18, damn, son. Uh, Snatch, you insert your picks into the lock. Um, yeah, I like put one hand behind my back as well, like, just to show off a little bit. Uh, and you've almost got it picked and then uh, Ramekin steps in his mechanical arm reaching forward and a series of long tentacle-like tools streak out and into the lock and um, your powers combined the lock clicks unlocked and the wheel is able to be spun a mechanical dildo starts trying to change (laughs) as the two as the the tentacles weave their way into the lock and and you unlock it the tentacles begin to retract and as they do the arm transforms a few times again showing a a blender and then a grater uh, and then a wooden spoon and then a a dildo flops out (laughs) and pops back in later that's a whole different meaning to double team. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's shaped like a fish. Um. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, I, I, I'm unlocked. Locked it. It's Thandor, not so good at pushing it open, though. Thandor pulls on the um, the wheel. And Brackeye pushes the door and looks at Aelin and goes, Sorry, mate. I healed. Oh, yeah, it's true. Team effort. Hooray. Hooray. 5.95. Yeah. Yep. So the door swings open. Um, A long stone basement room uh, lays before you. On the left, a complex anvil and forge uh, set up with a number of tools lay around it. Um, And next to the forge, a rack stands with a series of barrels lined up on it. And you can see the mould for the barrels lies open uh, next to the forge on the ground. Um, In the centre of the room, a complex lift mechanism sits with a large platform. And on that platform, 
a turret with a huge cannon, the barrel in three parts, each smaller than the next and quite long, retracted down into a, an off position. There's a seat with some wheels and um, and a joystick behind. Crossbow. Um, Crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, behind that, you can see this uh, a small cot uh, and, and a table and next to the artillery piece that sits on the lift in the centre of the room a short olive skinned girl short hair that seems to be burnt back at the front from the heat of the forge her skin is, is tanned from standing next to the forge and her arms are surprisingly muscled for a nine year old girl um, she's she's slight of stature um, but, but very strong um, and she wears ragged clothes in a pirate style with high kneed boots she has a strap across her um, shoulder, um, which seems to be made up of bullets connected together. And it connects down into a large gun that sits at her side, unlike any you've seen before. Um, a series of barrels are connected so in a circle. Unlike the two guns we've seen so far. <laughs> yes, unlike the two guns. You've, no, you've seen a, a bunch of shitty muskets, but oh, this sure. uh, this bad bad boy is a, a custom creation, a musket gatling gun. Yeah, um, I was going to say, it's yeah. a mini gun. Yeah, it's, it's a mini gun, yeah, um, with just musket barrels basically yeah. um, around, and she she hoists it at her side, her stance wide as she aims it towards the door as you burst through. Wait, 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 wait! Don't try to fight, You must be Lysandra. Who are you then? We know your sister. My name's Brackeye. You know Andromeda. That's right. Oh, hey. She's here, isn't she? Uh, no, she was, but then. Lions said they're out to captain a ship to look for the stone. That's where we met her, but she was captured. Aye, she said she said they'd already found it, but Lion wasn't listening. He's all fucked up with the drinker drink. Uh, he's also 24 <laughs> foot tall. Well, aye, he's a big, big cat. Yeah, he's a big cat now. Yeah, he's a big cat. He's yeah. a very big cat. Yeah, no, he's got that belt thing that does the, the growy. Yeah. So Andromeda's out on a ship now? Or is she, have you seen her? Uh, she she was left a few days ago. And as she says that, the room rumbles again as you feel the impact of something much larger and heavier than the, oh. the rain of cannonballs that's been hitting into the, the room. Um, you feel a rumble and then behind you, you hear the crunch of collapsing stone and wood as the tower collapses down into the staircase behind you, pushing you out into the room. Oh, shit, looks like we're not going out that way. Does that lift still work? Hi, I've been trying to wind it up, but it seems to be stuck. Um, on the, the side of the lift, there's a, a winding mechanism. She walks over and grabs the winch and tries to wind it around, but it's it's unable to be moved. Here, give me a crack. Not to a, uh, you know. Yep, 20. Oh, you push her out of the way and you grab onto the, the winch and try and pull it around yourself. Um, your muscles strain and it moves slightly and the, the platform begins to lift off the ground. Only a foot though, it it only just starts to, to lift up. And you see above you um, a pair of doors in the roof begin to open up. This lift lifts up in the lift well that you saw in the next room. Um, but it seems as the doors begin to open up, Rocks and, and shards of wood and, and part of a beam fall down and bounce off the cannon. Well, that way's out too, I guess. Hey, it's uh, it's the only way out. I've got a uh, unless we can get through that rubble. Uh, why don't we use this artillery cannon to blast our way through? Oh, hey, that's a bloody good idea. I was just thinking that. Do you um, know how to use it? Uh, well, I, I fucking should. I've designed the thing. And she jumps into the seat and begins to, to wind a, a wheel as the, the cannon turns um, and the barrel begins to extend upwards. Uh, uh, cover your ears. Uh, she lifts a pair of earmuffs and then pops them on her head. Snatch sticks his fingers in his ears. Yeah, Brackeye sticks his fingers in Thandor's ears. <laughs> Thandor sticks his fingers in Brackeye's ears? Ramekin uh, just pops his finger in his ear just to make sure there's enough wax in there to clog it up. He nods, satisfied. Alan <laughs> licks his fingers and puts them in his own ears, his eyes crossing slightly. Um, <laughs> as, <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> Where <Willies> himself. <laughs> um, the artillery piece winds up and explodes. The, the platform dipping back down into the floor again with the force of the blow. And as it fires, 
A huge explosion shatters out above you. You all duck down as bits of rock and wood rain down all around you, and suddenly the lift drops back down to the ground. Um, there's rubble and flaming wood scattered all around the, the lift, but up above you can see the, the gap through the, the lift shaft out into the night sky. Uh, the debris falls down all around you. Hey, get the fucking winder, you lazy bastards! Let's give this another crack! Thandor assists Brackeye, which would give you advantage. Snatch is just standing there, like the image of him just covered in like black soot and white eyeballs with his hair like blown backwards in the cartoons. And there's an explosion, just mouth agape. Yeah, you're all dirty and covered in soot and, and ash and... Um, Except for Brackeye's fingertips. They're not dirty. They're <laughs> no, they're, Thandor's ears. they're clean. <laughs> um, and Alan's fingertips where he licked them. Um, he's got a black tongue. So what did you get for your strength check? A 15. 16. Great, you both grab on the winch and begin winding and slow progress uh, begins to to happen as the, the, the lift platform begins to creep upwards, clicking over rocks and debris as it all falls off the side of the lift platform. You continue to wind and wind as the, the lift lifts up and uh, the platform raises you and suddenly your heads pop out above the floor of the upper level. The floor is damaged all around you, caving in towards the, the level below. Um, the tower on your left, a mound of rubble, is all that remains. Uh, and you can see above you that vista of the sky spreads out above you. As the platform lifts into place, you can see above on the tallest tower a flicker of light as the tear is picked up by a pirate who swings out attached to a rope from the edge of the tower. Um, the rope leading up to be attached to the, the second ship that you remember from Andre uh, recovering it initially. Snatch! Shoot him! I got this! I cock the, the Andromeda's musket to my shoulder and I take aim and I try to shoot him right in the back of the head. Oh, awesome. Just <laughs> say it anywhere, man. He's pretty far. But you go for the head. No, no, I'm feeling confident. Tomorrow's on my side. You raise the um, the rifle to your shoulder, taking a knee as you um, you steady yourself and aim up towards the swinging pirate. Squinting through your bruised eye. <laughs> yeah, I, I closed the wrong one for a second. Go, oh, no, that's not going to work. Squinting through, yeah, your black eye. I mean, you could use the... Uh, oh, that's pretty shit. Weapons expert who designs the weapons to try and hit it from a distance. But no, no, the third, third shot ever. Yeah, yeah, have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for the support, Brackeye. Yeah, and I go, click. 15. Shot rings out as you fire the musket, and you have held it correctly, the rifle into your shoulder, aimed upwards, but this is a swinging, moving target flying through space at about 500 feet away. Yeah. Um, you fire up, and the shot whizzes past the pirate as he sails out on a, uh, a pendulum swing underneath the ship, which is lifting up um, away from the tower. And I go, oh, well, I guess there goes our shield. That's going to that's gonna mean we're probably all going to be sucked into space any second now. Sorry, guys. It was Everyone nice hold their you. breath. <gasps> Not so fast, guys. As Ramekin engages his laser arm to take another shot at this pirate swinger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they all are, aren't they? Oh. Uh, well, ooh, 20! Yeah, 20! Oh! Ah, <sighs> just when you need it. Roll oh. for damage? Yeah, roll for... Uh, yeah, twice. What? No, <laughs> you roll again? Oh. Ten. Eleven damage in total. Ramekin, you point your arm up towards the swinging pirate, the automatic targeting system in your arm, tracking the movement of the swinging pirate. Your arm swinging from side to side. Energy builds in the arm as it twists around and the barrel pops out the end. A beam of light growing, a circle of light growing at the tip of the rifle and firing upwards towards the pirate. And as this line of light streaks out towards the swinging pirate, the shape of a huge white lion leaps through the air and grabs onto the pirate that hangs beneath and the beam strikes into his back, scorching him as he falls and catches the, the foot of the pirate with one hand. So um, there's the, the ship flying above, a rope hangs down with these two swinging figures, a pirate barely clinging on um, and lion hanging onto his foot. Uh, the pirate has the rock clutched in one hand.
the dome around Ariki's and Calatras flickers, and suddenly a forest world fills their vision. The forest burns and ash and fire fill the sky. Next, a temperate world flicks across the screen. Fields of burning crops choking the cities that lay between them. Only one city remains untouched, a stone city covered by a red-tinged dome. Calatras opens the portal into a city filled with pained human faces, painted with fear. Um, a red-cloaked figure leads Arikis before her along the castle walls towards the king. She reaches the king in black armour and says, Why, hello there. I think you know how this is going to go. Yes, my queen. I suppose I do. Indeed. She hands him a pamphlet. These are the ones I have to look out for, then. Indeed. And find me the tear. The what? The tear. Well, what's that, then? It's like a meteor. It's in uh, page three, section four. Oh, that, that's this thing here on this page, right? Oh! I, yes. Oh, it does look like a tear. I'll, I'll keep yeah. an eye out, my queen. Why didn't she just say a meteor? I don't fuck if I know. I don't know, a bit confusing, isn't it? That seems a bit confusing, doesn't it? <laughs> you can see in the rubble uh, on the left, the pink rusted shape of the rusty prawn has uh, rammed into the tower, causing it to collapse and is half buried in the rubble um, face down. The thrusters on the back of the ship still firing as a familiar shape clambers out of the cabin um, onto the, the broken floor. Andre steps out, his figure fully healed, using the technology in your ship to enhance his body. And he lifts up his two arms, each with their own cannon, um, and his head tilts slightly to the side. So Andre um, steps out of the ship, two laser cannon arms reaching up towards you, and he fires two beams towards you, Ramekin. One of them hits and the light beam scorches out and strikes into you, doing 18 points of damage. Ramekin! Um, as you stumble backwards, uh, Andre steps forward implacably, uh, moving towards you. Uh, I'm sure why I really feel like chips. <laughs> Snatch. Uh, burning fish, cooking fish. Who wants to have a go at uh, Andre? Uh, well, I'd like to have a go at Andre, but I think I'd rather have a go at this massive cannon thing. Uh, excuse me, Lysandra, uh, could... could how about you let me have a go at that? Hey, sure thing. If this is your sister's. You can use this. Uh, no, you keep that one. I, I, that's uh, an early prototype. Yeah, you might need this. She throws you a bandolier of ammunition, um, and there's uh, 50 bullets on the bandolier. Um, five of them are marked with a red tip, and five of them with a black tip. The rest uh, are normal, a brassy colour. Um, and she steps off the, the cannon and uh, brings her Gatling gun to her side. So as the bandolier flies through the air, Snatch catches it and in one kind of movement he swings it over his shoulder and then he runs up onto the cannon and takes a seat and I guess spends the rest of the round going, now how do I use this fucking thing? Can roll an intelligence check or something? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 20! That's purple dice! motherfucker. I don't even need that fucking Tamora coin. Or actually maybe that's what's working. Yeah, so what are you yeah, intending okay. on doing with the... You gotta hit Blasting Andre. the fuck out of Andre before my companions run in there. You jump up and Andre's stepping forwards, firing the lasers at everyone. Everyone starts to take cover behind the artillery piece as these beams of light fire around, exploding into the ground. And uh, he walks forward a, a war machine firing away at you and you jump into this artillery piece not really knowing what <laughs> the fuck you're doing but having a good old guess and as you do you spin one wheel and then another as you lower the barrel and spin the turret around to face directly against uh, at Andre yeah luck's on my side I hope and I fire 
Um, press the button. You you press the fire button and the cannon detonates a huge artillery shell smashing into Andre's chest and lifting him up back towards the rusty prawn. And as he flies over the top of the rusty prawn, the artillery shell explodes and blasts a lot of the rubble off the top of the rusty prawn, um, awesome. which uh, begins to skid forward slowly. See, I meant exactly to do that, you guys. Now do whatever you were going to do. Yeah, I take back what I said about uh, you being inexperienced with weapons. Snatch, that was bloody awesome. That was fucking great. Let's get on the ship. That was pretty amazing. I know, I've got a massive erection. (laughs) (laughs) As you watch the the Dentnaught and the second ship turn and begin to fly away, the the smaller ship flying above um, and dropping the pirate with the the tear and lion onto the deck of the, the Dentnaught. Alan runs for the rusty prawn. Yeah. Thando's Thando's running straight for it, yeah. Onwards! Mikin too. Uh, You all run across and leap onto the deck of the rusty prawn. um, Wait for me! And you clamber up, uh, reaching down and picking up Lysandra and Snatch. Rakai attempts to bring the artillery cannon with him onto the rusty prawn. (laughs) Make a strength check for me. With advantage because that's fucking so cool. (laughs) Eight's on both. Uh, So 12 total. Uh, You try to lift the artillery cannon, but it is way too heavy. (sighs) Leave it, Brackeye. Ramekin, still sore from his uh, deep fried chest wounds, uh, runs into the ship, tries to jump into the, jumps into the pilot's seat and checks that everything's working to be able to reverse out and fly back and follow the uh, the Dent North. Yeah, you, you have full control again now that Andre is away from the controls of the ship. Great, I don't need to do any checks for that, all good? No, you are uh, very familiar with your ship. Um, as uh, you step in, you gain control and um, you see the controls for the net crane on the side of the panel. Pick up the artillery piece. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, see what you're doing. Brackeye's still on the yeah. artillery piece trying to drag it with him. Brackeye's <laughs> <laughs> like, Brackeye, Brackeye, I got this, buddy. I got this. The On the net crane. The net crane blasts out the back, wraps around the artillery piece, and heaves it into the the uh, the rusty prawn. Brackeye, not, not hearing the, the sound of Rabican. Um, Over his own ambition, yeah. Yeah, just straining <laughs> against the artillery piece. You you feel a great sense of accomplishment as it lifts up and onto the back of the... Uh, like riding it like in Doctor Strange. <laughs> 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 uh, the artillery piece uh, lifts up and sits on the back of the ship as it begins to lift up out of the rubble of the... Um, of the Citadel, and as the ship begins to turn and lift away from Nightport, it begins to fall away behind you, and you can see the the thick shield above, no longer supported by the beam of energy, begin to thin out. So, uh, oh, I know. I quickly uh, close up the back door of the ship so that the vacuum is sealed and our eyeballs don't get sucked out when the vacuum of the world. Uh, the, the back door seals up and you can all see through the porthole as the dome above Nightport begin to flicker and thin until finally it disappears and you see the figures of um, the people of Nightport out on the street begin to float up into the air and freeze in place as they implode. You can almost hear faint popping sounds. Like you're eating fish roe. (laughs) (laughs) Or popping candy. Oh Oh my god, that's fucked. (laughs) Surely Ramekin takes exception to the fish roe reference. That's why I went to popping candy. Thank you. Thandor puts a hand to his chest and goes, Oh no, I'm so sorry. And cast cure wounds on himself. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm, I'm in dire need of some HP. Brackeye puts his hand on, um, on Lysandra's shoulder and says, "I'm really very sorry, but I, I feel like I, I'm pretty sure that well, Andromeda, Andromeda was down there. Oh, uh, no, she was on a ship." And I, frankly, uh, she went out looking for the tear. Remember, I told you just like five minutes ago, you oh. fucking big rocky bastard. <laughs> and by the way, it doesn't matter. I don't care about them. Fucking hated most of those cunts. Or well, even your sister? No, not not my sister. She's oh, on a ship. Oh. What about those people who made that delicious porridge? Oh, no, I did like them. Yeah, Barry. Oh, very merry. Oh, Barry's oh. dead. 
Oh no, Barry. Oh no. Oh, well, oh I did like him. Hey. There's only one thing left to do. Follow that ship! Yeah. Oh, I was going to say Scrabble, but that's cool. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, Uno? <laughs> Uno Stacker? <laughs> Um, so you turn the ship and um, you're all in the, the the bridge, the cockpit of the ship, uh, as you turn the, the trawler, um, and it's it's not it's not got a great turning circle. Um, Ramekin sits uh, hammering out at the controls as the ship slowly turns to face towards the Dent Nort and the second ship. And as you, you can see, they've lifted up further away from Nightport, but seeing you in pursuit, they turn so that their sides are facing down towards the rusty prawn. Do you have any other kinds of weapons on this this trawler of yours other than that big artillery thing that we just got? Uh no, I don't. They've all been. They've all. Uh, I can. Uh, Rami can, can see on the control board that all the other weapons that he had were, were kind of destroyed when it crashed into the the uh, the, the, the ground just before. He Kip. used to have like a a Gatling gun at the front, and then a couple of laser guns, and then another thing that um, shot out exploding sardines. But <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. I'm very disappointed that that one's not working. <laughs> yeah. Of all of them, the um, exploding sardines. Above them, there's another capsule on the ship that is kind of like vacuum sealed. So Ramekin has the idea to put the artillery piece, if, if uh, someone can lift it, into that vacuum compartment and then they'll be able to use the artillery piece to shoot the ship out. out Good plan, Ramekin. I guess I can try. I guess I can watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and help you. Give us a hand, why not? Yep. Well, if, if, if we destroy it, will we destroy the tier? Oh. oh, that's very wise of you, Aylan. I know it's. Huh? I'm good like that sometimes. Can, okay, is there any chance we can board that ship with this ship? Can we can we lighten the load to make this thing go faster? Could we ram it? Yeah, ram it. They don't call me Ramikin for nothing. Hey. Rammy can I definitely can? <laughs> can. <laughs> Rammy, yes I can. Shit! Hold on to something. They're firing at us. Um, the sides of the the two ships explode in in sparks um, and um, what would be smoke just dissipates into the vacuum of space as a series of cannonballs soar through space towards you um, peppering the ship. Everyone make a dexterity save for me. I hate to be a scientific Steve here, but uh, if they're in the vacuum of space and it's a combustion uh, kind of cannon, then uh, you'd need oxygen to make the fire for that. So it's That's why it ships are in a bubble. So the bubble um, around the ships allows the oxygen ah. to fire the combustion and then the um, cannonballs fly out through the side of the bubble and are no longer restricted by the friction. Mm. Um, I was about yeah. to be like, huh, science. Ah, a wizard did it. <laughs> <laughs> a wizard did it. A wizard did it. Oh, shit. What were we doing? Deck saves? Yep. Yeah, I got a six. Twelve. Thirty-one. Sixteen. What? Eighteen on the dice. Nine for dexterity, plus four for my coin. Hey, don't you appreciate me giving you that coin all that time ago? I don't. Uh, <laughs> Ramekin, what did you get? Sorry. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, so Ramekin and Snatch uh, don't take any damage. Um, the ship is rocked, though, and sparks fly out of the uh, the console as Alan, Brackeye, and Thandor are knocked off their feet. Steam and smoke begin spewing out of the overhead compartments um, as Thandor, Brackeye and Alan take 18 points of damage. Oh, I'm so glad I did that cure wound to myself before because I would be fucking dead. What do you like? Um, 18, you said, yeah? Yep. Um, what's that? 14. And what are you on, Brackeye? 26. Jesus. Low for you? Sure is. Never really get that low. Nope. Um, the the ship uh, alarm uh, sounds at you uh, as smoke. Just and a dude in the steam. corner. Whoop, 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 whoop. Um, as uh, the controls um, sort of flicker under your hands, Ramekin. 
Uh, Remikin quickly runs a diagnostic test on the panel to his left and uh, says that the uh, outside flaps, one of the uh, engines on the right-hand side, has lost some of its combustive qualities. He's been flying this ship for a long time. He switches power further to the furthest left engine so that it equalises. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, amazing. So uh, to see if the ship kind of re re-engages manoeuvrability and uh, power... As it does, um, you realise that whilst you can engage the ship to power forward only at maximum power, um, you're unable to reduce the, the power settings on the engine and the ship lurches forward as it rockets up towards um, the dent naught. Okay. Do you need me to do anything? <laughs> Just hold on tight. All right, <laughs> Ramekin shouts, hold on tight to everyone as he decides to ram directly into the dent naught. Um, Maybe you have any spacesuits? What about that pressurized capsule above us? That sounds like a, an escape route. I don't know. Let's get in. Yeah, so you guys, you, I'm sorry, Ramekin tells you guys to get in the capsule. <gasps> All right. No, Ramekin, are you it. coming with us? You guys go first. I've got my trusty uh, brick. Um, I, just, I, just, <laughs> I thought on the acceleration. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys go. Don't worry about me. Alan clampers into the uh, the sealed capsule above as the ship rockets up towards uh, the dent naught. Um, you can see the figures scrambling to reload the cannons as he clambers into the, the capsule. Snatch takes a step towards the capsule and then he stops and he looks at you, Ramekin, teary-eyed, and he steps forward and he gives you a really tight embrace just for a second and he goes thank you Ramekin flinches uh, and, and kind of wobbles his flipper and tries to reach around uh, and says it's been a pleasure Snatch it has and I do a sleight of hand check to see if I can pickpocket him as I run into the <laughs> capsule <laughs> oh my god Ramekin feels Snatcher's hand going into his back pocket But assumes it's in advance (laughs) And then goes to awkwardly kiss Snatch goodbye on the lips And Snatch, uh, not wanting to give away the fact that he just fucked that up Goes with it And it's tongue (laughs) Snatch and Ramekin deeply kiss As they say goodbye to each other and everyone else climbs into the capsule. I have to go. Um, The the ship rockets up um, as Snatch uh, clambers in and um, as it approaches, another volley of cannon fire rocks the the rusty prawn um, as Lysandra is the last to, to climb into the capsule. The door of the capsule shuts behind you and Ramekin, you can see that while you were aiming for the dent naught, it has now lifted slightly and you're not quite going to connect with the side of the, the great ship. But at the last moment, as the rusty prawn flies underneath the dent naught, you hit the eject button on the capsule, which flies up um, into the bubble around the ship and lands smack bang in the center of the deck. (laughs) The rusty prawn rockets past the dent naught out into the depths of space. So much for getting that space quail. Says Ramekin. Sometimes we just don't get what we want. Whoop, 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 whoop. And that's where we'll end this chapter. Well, that's it for another chapter of Dice Paper Roll. That was chapter 14 in which Ramekin departs into space. Will he find his space quail? Will the Tite 4 rescue the Tia? Will they find Andromeda? I don't know. Find out in a fortnight on another chapter of Dice Paper Roll. Thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, um, say uh, say uh, broomsticks, and um, that's <laughs> broomstick. Yeah, broomsticks. Broomsticks. Three. Three. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's just uh, let's let's put it put it let's put a line through that one. One one out of ten would not repeat.
Welcome to uh, the Loose 10 with the Tide 5, a dissection. Mm, yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, your, 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 you're off into space, Ramekin. Yeah, it looks like uh, he kind of got out of there, off, didn't he? Yeah, at, yeah at, it made at it at the, the last, last second. There's a, there's a chance that you may come back. There off. is a chance that he may come back. I'm wondering if Ramekin... Kind of, you know, he's had a few close calls in his life. That that was a few too many close calls in a row. He's wondering if it's worth it to hang out with these guys. He's only met him for a couple of times. Would he would he crash his ship, his pride and joy, the rusty prawn into the dent? No, 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 no. Well, he I mean, he, he, he tried, right? He, you tried to ram it. I tried to ram it and you lost did, control. You're an, oh, yeah. You're an international arms dealer and uh, what is it? A, a collector of uh, fine Illicit delicacies. culinary delights. I think uh, I, you've I, been into some hairy situations, I would assume. It's true, but none Especially as selfless snitch. as this. And I think Ramekin was kind of surprised by the selflessness that he showed in that oh, situation like where he went to ram the other thing. And then when it suddenly moved away, there was kind of this moment of clarity where he's like, whoa. Phew. What Phew. a dumb idea. What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> I just kissed a halfling. What the fuck? Yeah. Actually, I don't think he regretted that. Guys off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just fire the capsule out. Yeah. I got a bit of a fan theory that he had the opportunity to like go down with the ship and steer it into the heart of the dent noise. He's like, oh, it's off course. Can't do anything. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, bye, guys. Oh, yes. I missed us. Take a while to fix. But you got a sick new gun for your ship. I did get a sick new gun, yeah, and I think I'll be able to make a little bit of profit of that, out of that, which is why I think Ramekin wasn't too annoyed about losing the space quail. Mm. He's got this nice mm. artillery piece, which he's going to be able to sell on. Gumtree. Uh, Gumtree. Craigslist. Gumtree. Sort of Gumtree. <laughs> Gumtree. <laughs> <laughs> you had your opportunity at the space quail at the beginning of the second episode you appeared at, but you, um, you fucked it. Much like you, it flew away off into the uh, the wobbly yonder. Exactly. Maybe we'll be reunited at some point. Yeah, well, it's good Ramekin flew off into the sunset because, um, yeah, maybe you can come back one time. And everybody else floated off into the sunset, Mm. except for us. That was heavy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that was fucking die. Oh, my God. I'd been thinking, I'd actually thought about that when it was like you were giving us the option of like, do you get the um the the tier the tier or do you rescue uh the prisoners in the in the dungeon and it's like that's the tier that's charging the, the shield. shield if we take that away everyone dies yeah, it's saved, almost like we saved a the one. trolley related problem yeah, 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 we, yeah almost yeah, yeah right save the one instead of the many i'm just going to assume that brackeye wasn't uh, isn't adept enough in space knowledge to know that that was the consequence of the action. Yeah, it depends on each of the characters and on how much they would have known about what sort of effect that would have had. Mm. But, it, I mean, pretty risky living on an asteroid. Um, yeah, right? they brought it upon themselves, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like all the people in the Pacific Islands. It's risky living out there. The rains right. are rising. Yeah. Is it, no? but is it, is it more risky? More risky to be living on an asteroid or a planet that is being bombarded by fucking um, meteors and uh, fucking is in like a nuclear winter. Mm. So the, the point in which a meteor becomes a meteorite is when it enters the Earth's atmosphere. Oh, so mm. thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank you. The age <laughs> quiz. Yeah, right. I wish I, <laughs> I wish I knew that every time I was fucking DMing last yeah, time. <laughs> I'm just thinking back how many times have I fucked that up so yeah. far. I couldn't yeah. even I wasn't even ever so sure I was an I was counting, it was thirty four. I, I, I think I called it a comet at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Comets have an are they asteroids with an orbit or they have a tail? I think it's a comet. Comets a are comet. in orbit. Or in orbit, yeah. Oh, they're in orbit, aren't they? So then what is an asteroid? It's an asteroid. Floating the same through thing, space. But it's, it's, free, it's a freelancer. Yeah. <laughs> but an, as- an asteroid doesn't have a tail, is what I'm going to say, and a comet does yeah, but have a tail. So what about the asteroid belt? Isn't that then in orbit of, of the sun? The yeah, asteroid belt that's outside floating, of... That's no, floating it's... rocks that are just... Whereas a comet has something that is, as it's flying through, it's blowing off... Um, Ice, uh, and ice and dust, and so it has a tail. That's what makes it a comet as opposed to an asteroid. I knew I knew this. Fuck yeah. Our one astrophysics major that's listening is just shaking their head. Oh, yeah, just <laughs> the one. There's only yeah, Whoa, there, yeah. one. Whoever, there's, I bet there is we a have bunch dozens of, of astrophysics <laughs> that listen to this show that is into D&D and loves it and loves the attention to detail. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, Derek, love- if you'd like to uh, let us know just exactly how accurate that was, uh, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. please do. Please, um, you guys please. are just going to get a whole lot of people fact checking all these episodes now. Please <laughs> yeah. post us on Twitter. Yeah. I hope so. I hope that there is that many people listening to this and going yeah. like, uh, all, I don't know about that, all, and fact check us. All do the it. mistakes that we've been making in the past sixty episodes or so have been deliberate because we just really want people to fact check us. Yeah, we I just- know. All all that. Uh, Stuff about like the moons and how that would possibly yeah. happen and the collision and all that sort of stuff. All the mistakes we've just are, been wanting it. They're feedback. actually a big scavenger hunt, and if you collect all the mistakes we've made in the podcast and take the first letter out of each of those mistakes, it spells a phrase, and that'll lead you in the direction of uh, <laughs> a secret buried treasure. And if you find that buried treasure, well, well done you. Yay! 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 <laughs> Ollie, it's been awesome to have you at the table, man. It's been hey, amazing, man. Thanks so much for having me. What an amazing introduction to D and D and the. Uh, the world of role playing. Well, yeah. like a, a really amazing, such time. An amazing like, like a fish character. to water, man. Yeah, yeah you took it to it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Such an amazing character. Uh, yeah, I've had a really good time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's uh, hope Ramekin flies again. Good night, all. Afinasin. Ta- Type five. Out. Out. Woo! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Should we take care of this? Yeah, it seems like a job for a bit of a roguey rogue. All right, let's do it. Double team. <laughs> Double team them thieves tools, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad Snatch is making friends. <laughs> it's so nice to see, isn't it? I know, it's really good. He's been so lonely. Oh, no. With only apples for companions. Yeah, apples are diarrhea. <laughs> More fun than you three, I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, burn. Ooh, sick burn.